Welcome, Orphans, to the podcast for people with dead parents or parents that are dead to them. The, the Parish, Parish Parent Posse with your co-hosts, Sydney and Brandon. Hey guys, welcome back. So before we get started in this episode, um, I just wanted to give you guys a heads up that this will be a two-part episode because we had a lot to talk about here. Um, I blame Brandon for that. Also, we recorded this episode virtually, so we did run into a few technical difficulties um, along the way. So I think there's two points where the audio is going to fade out into some music for a second and then come back um, because we were trying to get our lives together. So thanks for listening. Enjoy. Hey. Hey. Welcome back. Um, so I have things to talk about this week. Okay. Very first thing. Things that you're an expert at. Me? Just wine? Yeah. Oh, well, okay. Enough, I guess. Oh. Um, does wine have like an expiration date? And I let me prep, let me change the question. Okay. Does an open bottle of wine yes. in my fridge how long? Uh, okay. I should have let you finish. It's what kind of wine is it? It's in the fridge, like a white wine in the fridge. Like, uh, yeah. Moscato. Oh, probably longer than you would think. Um, like a regular bottle, like a glass, like a, a like a, like a this boy, like a, like a two liter. (laughs) Um, does it have like a thing in it? Like a, like a, uh-oh, our internet a, connection uh, is unstable. Just like our emotions. Um, oh. uh, anyways, you said Thanksgiving? That might be a little long. My Aunt Betty, she brought over a bottle of Moscato, and she drank a glass out of it. So I, like, tried to work on it, but, like, it's not my favorite. So I've been struggling to work on it. And now that we're doing this and I like, I'm trying to actually trying drink, to, mm-hmm. I'm like, I could finish that maybe but like, it's been a minute, but I just taste it. If it tastes like you'll like, no, you'll be like, Ooh, this is, but, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like, Ooh. Okay. Um, it does like open bottles of wine after time. They do like the flavor changes. That's why I actually don't, even though like I prefer red wine, I don't drink a lot of red wine at home because an open bottle of red, like on the counter, um, after like, and to me, this is also probably me being a little picky because, you know, what a surprise. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, after like day two, it tastes like bitter and gross. So like, if uh-huh. I'm going to have a bottle of red, I need to finish it. Okay. At least on day two. Like I need to. Wow. Yeah. Um, but also white in the fridge is a little bit different because it's refrigerated. Um, this rosé 
I don't know who brought it. I don't know where it came from. I don't know if it's from Christmas party with the gays. I don't know yeah. if it's from before that. Thought it was my roommates. Asked him. He said it wasn't. So I'm drinking it. Oh yeah. Um, but also though, you think like like box wine. People will have like a boxed wine in their fridge for months. How, how long do they last? I don't know. I don't know. Like two months. They're like four bottles of wine. Is it like like a week? All I know about box wine is that it's not that good and you just drink it to get drunk. Pretty much. There's actually some decent boxed wine now. I think boxed wine has become like a uh, kind of like trendy. Give me a recommendation. What, what box wine would you say that I should try? Um, I've had a black box that was pretty good. I, I've had another one that I actually, hell yeah, I actually enjoyed. Like I was like, it it wasn't like a oh this just isn't bad. I was like wow this is actually good, but I don't remember the name of it. I would have to look back on my like total wine purchases through my app and then like tell you the name of it because I don't remember. Do you like? Never mind. Okay, listen. Do total you wine the app and then pick it up, or what do you do that you yeah. like have it in the app? Yeah. Oh, you don't even you like, get... walk around. Well. No, I don't like going in places oh. like that. But also, hear me out, though. Like to hide your alcoholism. Yes. I'm mm-hmm. uh, uh, Total Wine has a rewards program. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> I was like, this doesn't sound good following up that statement, but that's fine. Yeah. So, yeah, so like, wine, you get the six one free. Yeah. Use the app to like get rewards. Badass. Duh. So obsessed with that. <laughs> As I'm um, drinking um, Aldi wine, that's three dollars. Aldi wine it's is like good. Where did this good wine come from? Um, Not Italy. It's Aldi. Yeah, right. Uh, California, actually. Oh, <laughs> love California. Never been. I need like a a a wine. Like an ice oh, bucket. Bucket, yes. For when we was... specifically for when we record, that's we need one of those to like keep since we just keep the bottle handy. <laughs> I was trying to think of if I had a mind you, I'm already one bottle deep, <laughs> and I'm starting my second one. I was <laughs> need like, to catch up. Jeez. Do I have a bucket that I could just put some just ice in? Just any bucket. Just like a, a mop bucket. bucket. Like anything. I have multiple well, not of those. A mop bucket, but like, you know, just something. A, a bucket. Like a plastic pitcher? Um, we do. Ooh. It's, it's our roommate who little... makes tea in it. So, um, like, I did, would feel weird if he came down and I was like, not my wine. Oh. Yeah, that's fair. What did I... Brian do? No, I don't know what it, I was like. It's I was kind of What's hearing something, maybe, but it's hard to hear. These are pretty like sound noise cancelly, so it's kind of hard to hear outside of this. Do you believe in ghosts? Um, I don't not believe in them. Oh, kind of like God. Yeah, I probably am more likely to believe in a ghost than God, though. <laughs> Sorry. The drama. Ooh, one, okay, listen, one time in this house, oh, actually, let me rewind a little bit more, so sorry, the house I grew up in, um, in my bedroom, if I went to sleep with my fan, not my ceiling fan, but my, like, stand-up fan on full blast, I would have, uh, like, 
a paranormal nightmare and I would have sleep paralysis every single time without fail. And it is the only house I have ever had sleep paralysis and I have not experienced it ever since I moved out of that house. And it was really creepy. Sleep paralysis is crazy, dude. It's so scary. I've never experienced it. I don't want to. It's terrible. But my sister has. And I just, is this, is is sleep paralysis like a sleep panic attack? Do you think Basically. So, okay. Have you ever had those dreams where you're like being chased or something and you're like trying to run, but your body is like moving in slow motion. You just like no. can't function. Oh fuck. Okay. Usually my teeth are falling out. That's oh, I hate ones. that. Do you feel um, pain in your dreams? Um, emotional. No, oh. I don't, no, I don't usually feel pain in my dreams. Okay. Um, I, I think I'm like falling and then I like kick the shit out of Ethan. I have definitely actually like felt pain in my dreams before. Maybe I used to have really like wild dreams. A cyst bursting or something in your uterus. Maybe. Like, could have could have been, honestly. Yeah, you never know. I do take birth control for that. Oh shit. Yeah. For almost I'm, half my life I'm now. Isn't that wild? Yeah. Honestly. I don't even know what normal feels like. I'm just constantly regulated by other shit. You, you know what? Isn't that crazy, dude? Yeah. Like, if men could get pregnant. <laughs> There would be a solution to this. You know what else I think is crazy? And we've well, talked the, about this the solution, The solution would be the male birth control that was vetoed because of the side effects. That would be the solution. And what about women's birth control side effects? We Correct. don't even know. We don't no. even know. Nobody cares. The, Nobody cares about us. The cervical biopsy thing that you sent, I think <laughs> on TikTok. It's like, we don't numb women. No. We numb, we numb for everything. We numb for tattoos now. We numb for any dental work. We numb for Not everything. me. Not me. Remember when I got my wisdom teeth out? They didn't numb you? And I was traumatized? Well, they sedated me, and I still felt some of it, and I remember all of it, and then I only got ibuprofen afterwards. That's some bullshit. Yes. Isn't that the craziest thing you have ever heard? Well, when I was getting my root canal done so i'm so scared of root canals i you know they're not that bad if you go to the right person so <laughs> the first first time i got my root canal done was this very nice white guy he did fine no major issue second time i got one done was this very nice asian lady and she like she gave me some injections it was like okay. kind of numb but then she went to work and that shit hurt. Oh, and no. I like, I went into like tattoo brain. Yeah. And you know how like, you're like, okay, shut it down. And then I like sing a song in my head over and over again, just mm-hmm. to distract myself. And she was like, what are you doing with your hands? Cause I'm down there like moving oh, my hands, yeah. like trying to distract myself. And I was like, this really hurts. And she was like, you can feel this. I was oh like, my gosh. Yeah. And she's like, oh, we have to stop. And I was like, everyone says Rokin I was hurt. So I just assumed I was Yeah, you're like, I just thought that time. it was fine. You gave me numbing. And so I just thought I was like just supposed to take this. Like, you know what a- what is also crazy is like I <sighs> there was a point during my wisdom teeth where I because uh, I had like a blood pressure. Uh, cuff on that was constantly monitoring my blood pressure and it uh-huh. would get real high probably because it fucking hurt um, and I would hear the monitor going off and I le- legitimately was like just pass out just pass out just pass out like I wanted to pass out and I was like and I know it's probably 
people hearing this would probably be like, why didn't you say something? I was also on drugs, like, and I don't even know what they gave me. And I was like loopy and I was like, you know, and I was, I realized, I didn't really realize until I remembered it after the fact, Um, but I was moving away from her like physically moving away from her and she would have to like stop and like be like look this way and like push my face back and be like look this way and I was like literally like sinking away from her as she was like pulling out my teeth and I'm like at what what point do you not be like hey do you feel this right like you went to a bad well not a bad dentist you went to not not listen mm. if you pay the money you'll get a good dentist yeah i'm definitely you have to be willing to pay money because healthcare doesn't cover fake bones it only covers real bones well you know what the worst the worst part of that is though actually is that mine i i just hit the crap out of my mic (laughs) sorry guys um i have hospital healthcare so mine pays for like everything so that makes me extra upset because whatever. It's fine. It's done. It's over. Everything's fine. I'm just going to make a clean break at my next uh, checkup time and I'm just going to ghost them and we're going to go somewhere else. Oh yeah. Why <laughs> just, <not>? Bye. <laughs> I'm my, traumatized. My third root canal, which was a correction for the second root canal because she couldn't get all of the nerve out question mark. Um, which I have another TikTok crazy story about the nerves. Um, she like, had trouble getting the nerve out, and so my mouth would just hurt. I, I, it was at the start of us working together. Oh, okay. That I, went to I do remember that you, um, yeah, I remember that early on. Um, I didn't realize that you were, like, hurting, though. I oh, just yeah. knew you had some teeth stuff. My my mouth would hurt, like, every day, all the Ugh. time. Um, so mouth I went pain to this, is the worst. It is, because, like, what do you do? Nothing. Ibuprofen? Ugh. Trash. Apparently. Um, well, I went in. They were super nice. I paid some money, but it wasn't like it was better than I expected. But yeah. I paid some money, and this bro went in there, cleaned that shit out. He had the right tools. He had all the things. It was like an hour, yeah. maybe. Oh, yeah. Okay. Whereas my the root canal that she did, the girl, that was a minute. She Ooh. was in my mouth for a minute, struggling. Oh, God. I was like, you weren't even a COVID dentist. You actually went to school. Yeah, you right. Have to, you didn't have to pretend like you went to school. Like you've been you've been here for a, a while. Ugh, like, what, no. are you, what are you going through? But also, there's a difference between endodontics and dentistry. So if anybody who's a dentist listening, I understand there is a difference. I yes. should have gone to someone who was specialized in endodontics. Well, and I think that was also my issue was that my mine, uh, it was my dentist that removed my wisdom teeth. And now, and granted, like, she knew... The procedure she knew what to do not saying that she's yeah. uneducated in that um but nowadays it's m- far more common practice for dentists to refer out to um for specialists for it, that's how healthcare just is now like you just refer out to specialists because if there's somebody that can and i'm i know that i can say this because we're the same and some of the people we know are not like this but if there's something that someone can do better than me i'm going to send you to them because yeah. i ultimately at the end of the day, I don't care about my pride in the profession. I care about my, uh, my patient getting treated the best way they possibly can. So I'm going to send you out to someone else that can oh, do a better sure. job than me. Like, well, and, but, that, and I'll be honest with the junk. Like you can, you can stay with me. I can do it. I can sure. try my best. Yeah. But like, 
if you want someone who's like one-on-one giving you the hundred percent, right. The ooh, ah sensation, you need to get yeah, someone else. For it's sure. Not me. I can give you the uh, sensation, but not the ooh, ah sensation. <laughs> That's a pretty good, I like that. Uh, thanks. Um, the other thing that I want to talk about, let me open up my phone. Did you say, did you see, excuse me, Ghislaine Maxwell got um, indicted? She got charged with five out of six counts of sex trafficking. Oh my God. No. Yeah. I did not so see that. It, I, it, while we were starting to figure out which of these little things to figure out, it came oh up my on gosh, Facebook. The hour it took me to figure out how to do this. Yeah. It came on Facebook and I was like reading some of it and like i'm uh-huh. drunk so like what do i actually know but like some of that shit is crazy dude that's wild and it's it's crazy like reading some of the stories of these girls because they're like 14 to 17 18 oh. year old girls that they would hire as personal massage people and then they would Gross. individually or together mess with these little girls. Oh my god. And it's wild. Because like, okay. Every gay little boy has pretended to be over 18. And that's that's just part of the the beast that we live in. Uh-huh. But y'all are like predatory. You're this is a yeah. predator who are looking for a child. This right. is not that fourteen-year-old wasn't like, yeah, I'm twenty-five. I'm a licensed yeah. massage there's, therapist. There's no like, you can't even. They be asked like, for it here. Yeah. yeah, like that's a baby. Oh, have I told you? I told you about the time that I, I'm sure still, but think that I was being targeted for sex trafficking before. I think so, but tell me again. Maybe. Because so it was uh, at the truck yard with my bestie. And okay. um, the truck we, yard is a bar in Houston. Yes. And it's outdoor. Yeah, parties. kind of outdoor. It's it's pretty cool. It's I like it. Millennials. Yeah, very much so. Cute. Um, I like that as a beer there. I don't know if they have good drinks, I, but I think uh, I think this is how we also know that like I'm getting old is that I prefer truck yard during the day uh, because the daytime vibes are a lot more just like chill and laid back. You're like outside, there's food trucks. It's not like overly crowded. It's just very chill. And at night it's like bumping like nightclub. Um, but anyways, so I had gone to a uh, like a Blink-182 cover band concert downtown um, with <laughs> one of my best friends. And we went over to Trunk yard, Truck Yard afterwards. And so it was nighttime. So it was like crazy. And it was like a Saturday night. So it was extra crazy. Um, and, you know, we're drunk because we got drunk at the concert, of course. Um, and we we get there, we get our drinks, and we go to explore and find a place to hang out because it's like packed right on our way out like right as you um so at truck yard you when you walk in like it's instantly just out, everything's outside and you go to like a kind of covered area for the bar um and it's like just the bar that's in there so you you go up to the bar and then you walk out to go back outside to leave right and they have a ferris wheel in there right? they do yeah out, outside they have a ferris wheel i haven't i've never been on it but i bet it would be fun um my experience there was very short 
well, yeah. we went for a birthday party, but we did had a karaoke room that they have there. So it was oh, like, okay. We were in the karaoke room. We came out, got a drink, and then we left. So I haven't like really been done like, the whole gig. Got yeah. you. Um, yeah. So I mean, the once you like go up to the bar, turn around, walk straight out from where you came, it's just all outside, right? So we're walking out, and I step like one foot to the outside, um, and right there, there's a dude with a puppy just like sitting at one of the things. Um, truck yard is also kind of cool because the, all of the, like the tables are like truck beds and that's like the whole gig. I don't know if you've actually like looked outside that much and like noticed, no. but yeah, the tables are all made of like old truck beds and it's very Texas and you know, anyway, okay, cool. So we walk out and yeah, I'm drunk and there's a puppy. So I'm like, Oh my God, puppy. And I'm like, I want to pet the puppy. So I'm petting the dog. I'm pet- Fuck this guy. Right. I, don't, I literally don't give a crap that he exists. I'm literally just petting the puppy and like, casually nodding to him as he talks to me to be nice because he's letting me pet his dog like yeah anyway um my best friend and there was another girl that was with us they they were like okay we're gonna go find somewhere to stand and I was like cool I'll, I'll be right behind you guys I'm just petting the dog um so they walk away and I'm like petting this dog casually making conversation with this guy just because I want to pet the dog um and he's and I don't remember a lot of the actual conversation mind you Um, because I was drunk, which is why it's also hard for me to decide whether or not this is a true incident. But I, what I do remember extremely vividly was like my thoughts at the time and like my feelings at the time. So that's mostly what I'm going to like use. Um, he's telling me how him and his best friend just moved here from some other country. I don't remember where, um, but they moved in together and they just got the dog. They've been living in the U S for like two weeks or something like that. Um, there was like the guy he was referring to was like a few tables away talking to another girl. And that's like kind of important. Um, talking to another girl. Anyways, I guess we chat for a while. I don't really remember. Um, he keeps like trying to get my information, right. Get my number, get my whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, man, like I'm not interested. Like I've got a man. Thanks. I just want to pet your dog. Like, yeah. Anyway. Um, so eventually my best friend gets tired of my bullshit and he like comes over to be like Sydney, like, come on, we found a spot to hang out over there. Like, let's go. Like you've, you've been over here with the dog enough. Like it's time to go. And I'm like, you know, great, whatever. So he just comes over and like, um, to, to kind of, gather me um but he's doing it nicely so he also like casually has a conversation with a guy and they're kind of talking a little bit while I'm like petting the dog and and the guy says something to um my best friend who I I don't want to like put his name out there just because I don't know if he wants me to but whatever anyways um he says something and and he my bestie asks him about the guy he's with and he the the guy with a dog responds like, Oh no, I just met him tonight. And I'm mind you, I am crouched. Like I am legitimately damn near sitting on the floor with this puppy. Cause that's yeah, what I'm into. Yeah. I literally look up at this man and I was like, you told me that that's your best friend and you guys live together. And he just kind of like froze and then my bestie said, ah, uh, nope. And he just punched him in the nose. 
just sucker punched him. him. He punched him in the nose. He sucker punched him so fast. It's not even funny. He literally was just like, boop. And he's a lefty. So it was like, he really didn't even, no chance he saw this coming. He was just like, nah, punched him in the nose. And I was like, okay, well, we got to go. So I'm like, I stood up and I grabbed, you know, my friend and we just start walking out. Cause we both already were like, this is it. We're going to get kicked out. Time to go. So we just start leaving anyway. Um, And that was kind of, we hadn't interacted with them after that, but we got out and the other girl that we were with was like super freaking drunk, like super drunk. So we're trying to call her, trying to be like, Hey, come out, come outside. We have to leave. It's time to go. And she's like, not answering, not answering. And we're like, what do we do? Like, we can't leave her here, you know? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, and so I go to the uh, the doorman and I'm like, hey, I understand we can't come back in. I'm not trying to be difficult, but the other person we are with is in there. She's not answering her phone. I can see her from where we're standing. I'm like, it's literally that girl right there. Can, can you get somebody to bring her out or can I go get her whatever? Like, I, I'm not trying to be crazy. I just want to get her in so we can leave. And he was like, no, you seem fine. Just go, which I'm hammered so lol normal bouncer things yeah he's like you're a pretty girl go ahead he's like you're not aggressive it's fine which valid i was like listen i'm really not trying to be crazy i just want to get her and we can leave um he's like "Eh, it's fine just go get her and i'm like okay great so i go in to grab her um i try to tell her like hey like it's time to go but she's like screaming at the man one of the managers about this dude like trying to traffic chicks and i'm like oh my god okay Um, i'm like you know what i'm gonna go pee really quick while i'm here I go to pee. I see the other girl that was talking to the friend and I was, and she was like, Oh my God, are you okay? And I was like, Oh my God, are you okay? And she was like, yeah, they like want me to leave with him. And I was like, please don't just don't. And she was like, ah, yeah, I don't think I want to. And I was like, no, like I, you're not, do you want to, do you want to come out with us? We'll take you to your car or we'll walk you to whatever. We'll wait with you until you can get an Uber. She was like, no, no, no. Like I'm here with a group of friends. I'm just going to stay with them. And I was like, okay, are you sure? And she was like, yeah, I'm sure. Um, and she ends up giving me her number. And so like later on in the night, she like texts me that she got home safe, which I was like, Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. That's really nice. Really cute. But anyways, um, yeah. Let me tell you really suspicious. suspicious that is super sussy. I and was like, like the other, oh, the other details I totally forgot about was whenever my friend came up to talk to us, like the guy was getting all defensive. He was like, oh, this is your boyfriend. And I was like, what no. if it is? What do yeah, you mean? But I, I was like, that's my best friend. He was like, oh, you mean it's your boyfriend? Like girls and guys can't be friends without like, you guys are into each other. And I was like, actually, he's literally engaged to my other best friend and I am officiating their wedding. I am literally marrying them to each other. And he's like, no, you guys are dating. And I was just like, oh, my God, bro. Okay, whatever. I just want to pet the dog. Yeah, <laughs> it was just a really cute you. dog. Uh, I'm sussy. Super sussy. Um, there was one time we were at um, the Eagle, which is a gay bar in Houston. And there was this dude. And he was on so it's two stories. The first floor plays more like house type of music. It's a little bit more like when you think gay bar in a movie, it's that that music. Like nothing that you really like. Some of the songs are good, but a lot of it is stuff you've never really heard of. It's kind of like electronic y. 
so so we'll dance down there but like you really want to dance on the second floor because that's where they play like more top 40 more like gay anthem stuff stuff you've like stuff you're gonna like vibe to right so we're on the first floor bobbing around and there's this dude and he just looks real sus and i can't remember what he was wearing but i almost want to say he was wearing like almost two dressed up clothes because like the gay bars in Houston, you okay. can wear. I've worn basketball shorts and t-shirt. Yeah. Um, it's pretty casual, but you can like right. dress up or down as much right. as you want to. So like, if you're like trying to like go out, you like dress up. Yeah. But this man, I think, was wearing like slacks and a button up, maybe a tie. Okay. Oh, it was like, okay. It was like business. Business, casual, yeah. Not gay bar dressing up right 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 not what i would have expected to see i guess although i've never actually been to a gay bar so i don't like don't really know. you've never been to a gay bar no sydney what are we doing I, okay uh... once i'm officially out of my <laughs> five days well i don't know i feel like it's days. i feel like i'm i feel like I'm, I'm not supposed to be there yeah but everyone's been to a gay bar i mean i guess so um well first step was we'll take you to pearl one of the last, one of 15 last lesbian bars in the United States okay. of America. Only Before, if they're, only, only if straight people are allowed. There's no one checking your ID. I mean, I understand that. they're straight. But I, I feel like that's supposed to be like a space for people and I don't want to like infiltrate it unwelcomely. I think as long as you're not making out with your boyfriend. Okay. They'll be fine. Fair, fair enough, fair enough. And you like present pretty uh, uh lesbian. they, so they, will, they will want they will think i'm lesbian. Uh, maybe i'll maybe i'll be lesbian when i'm there yeah. maybe you'll get some free drinks and that's what matters Listen. honestly hey. um but sometimes i so wish i was dude, lesbian let me, let me same. <laughs> actually no no well maybe uh, maybe i don't know okay anyways so this dude you can tell that something is up and i can't okay. put my finger on it but i'm looking at this man like i don't get gay from you Mm. And if I get gay from you, you have a wife. Like something's oh, off. Oh, okay. Like a hidden. I, yeah, like something's not right. Mm. And then later he's up on the second floor and he's not dancing. He's by himself. And he's just like walking around. And mind okay. you, it's crowded. Like you're like shoulder to shoulder. Ooh. And you're like doing one of these dances because you yeah. can't really like do You're like sardined and you're just like, Yeah singing to Whitney Houston mm-hmm. so this man is still just like moving around uh I don't I don't say till close to most bars because I'm old um so it has it's probably one o'clock at the latest he's on the in the front porch making out with a girl he was there to find a straight girl that was like guard down at a gay bar to take home oh i don't like that that feels gross i feel like i i okay but that happens more you got you're back yeah i was like we got a little janky for a second it happens more in it happens more in gay bars now than it has ever before so and i because i hate that because i feel like i feel like that's the whole like 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 i just said i don't want to infiltrate on somebody else's space especially if it's like sacred to them or they think it's a safe space whatever but i understand the reason why straight girls want to go to gay bars like i understand that and it's because they feel they feel safer there it's because they they feel like okay i'm at a gay bar these guys aren't gonna like 
try to rape me, which like I get it. So that makes it feel yeah grosser. Yes, literally. Is if you're respecting the space and you know your place in the space. Sure. Because I think it's it should be a safe space for everybody. Sure. The issue I have is straight men who are using the gay bars as a way to be a predator on straight women who are getting drunk because they think they're safe. Yeah, that's really, really gross. Like, was that girl, like, bombshell prettiest girl I've ever seen? No. Was she an attractive girl? Yeah. Was that dude not quite as attractive as her? Definitely. Oh. Or, and then you also mix into, like, what if she thought he was gay? And she was just like, this is for fun. And she was just, yeah. Let's go home. Yeah. She's like, I turned a gay guy. And next day he's like. Because I can also understand like a straight woman, like exploring like sexual activities with a gay man, also feeling just kind of generally safer doing that. Yeah. As long as it's consensual on both sides. So like, that's just another thing that feels kind of like, that's gross. I don't like that. I've only made out with maybe two girls in my whole Very life. Very misleading and gross. And they were both lesbians. Um, Hell yeah. Bars. Hell yeah. I had a bad habit in college of making out with lesbians. Just because. But, like, but why? Why do we do anything when we're in college? That's fair. <laughs> Where are you trying to go, buddy? You can't go that way. Um. <clears throat> so... I have one more thing to talk about, but like, do we have time? <laughs> How long have we been talking? We have been rambling for a minute. I don't know. I can't, there isn't like a. There's no like time thing on uh, here. Yeah. So I'm going to say, I'm going to have but one more okay. thing to talk, like quick talk. Yeah, we'll just like, make this one short. Because there's, we can't talk about this one for long. Um, <sighs> okay. So in the queer world on TikTok right now, there's a song, um, So Hot You're Hurting My Fear Feelings by Caroline Polachek. Never heard the song before. Never heard this chick before. Mm-hmm. The dance is so freaking cute. And it keeps coming on my timeline. And I want to learn it. And I'm so excited to do it for you one day. Oh, my because, God. And it's not even like a hard dance. Yeah. It just goes along with the beat. Ugh. I love I, that. I saw it on TikTok earlier. And I was like, I want to learn this dance. So You know, as bad. I'm almost surprised that I haven't seen it since my TikTok is convinced that I am lesbian. I'll have to send you one. Yeah, I'm um, interested. So let's get down to some advice. Okay. Um, yes. Oh. So do you <laughs> throw my phone? Uh-huh. <laughs> do you want to start? Like, or do you want me to start? Um. Why don't you start? So we're gonna start um, with our actual segments for the podcast. That was our intentions as opposed to just our random ramblings um so we're gonna start with our question segment okay do you want like hard hitting or do you want like light conversation uh okay let's ease into it i think let's get like a transitionary from our you know because yeah. i have i have a few hard hitting too i'm not gonna lie um so I know you'll have some something to say about this one. Oh, and I picked oh, this one good. for you. Let me drink some more wine. So. Okay. Um, so this is on Ask Reddit by user Gibralex. So it's G I B R A L E X X X. One, two, three. Ooh. Um, and their thing they ask is 
um, you will fight the main character from the last show. Oh, fuck, I thought it was game. I'm going to change it. Um, okay. So there's was, you'll fight the main character from the last show you watched. How fucked are you? I'm going to change it to, you'll fight the main character from the last game that you played. How <laughs> fucked are you? Can you tell us more about that, Sydney? <laughs> that was so intentional, and I know it. Oh, my God. Okay. Yes, please. Go I ahead. love that. That's pretty funny. Um, all right. Well, am I, what's the, is it like just me or am I going to be equally as armed as like someone in the game? Because that plays a role in how fucked I am. I'm going to say that you both have access to the same. Same stuff as in game. Yeah, same stuff. In that case, I don't think I'm fucked. I think I'll be okay. Uh, But I would be dueling against the evil mayor onion. (laughs) <laughs> from wait turn up- but that's the main character you're fighting the main character oh shit i was thinking the main villain oh 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 that i'm oh i'm fine okay that's right i don't even oh, yeah he's it's like the whole premise of the game okay then i'm fighting turnip boy from turnip boy commits tax evasion which is a really cute game about the stupid about? little yeah. <laughs> the stupid little turnip doesn't do his taxes in this like vegetable community. Okay. Um, and throughout the whole game, he's per- like portrayed as just like this goofy little idiot that can't do anything right. So like, I think I would be okay, but. Uh, I think he'd probably be fine against a turnip. A turnip. A- yeah. Yeah. He's so cute. Oh, well, it's a fun game. Been- you should play it. Sydney's been talking about this game for like two days Listen. straight. And it first started as like <laughs> a 12 out of 10, and then today it was 15 out of 10. <laughs> yeah, so it like, went up. It's so cute. You should play it. You should play it, especially now that it's like because it's marked down and it's like only a couple dollars. Because as cute as the game is, like I finished it in a day. So like it's not something you I think you should, you know. I wanna I wanna pay the money to like support the creator because I think he did like he or she or they, whoever, um, did like a really good job and it's really freaking cute and it's like perfectly for like my it's people. It's an indie game, right? Yeah, it's an indie game. So my people, my what people, just like nerdy gamers. Yeah. Oh, well. Um, and it's got like it's good. It's just it's wholesome. It's great. I love it. I love tax evasion. <laughs> it's so good. You rip up all the tax documents and you're like, "Fuck you, Mayor Onion." As you should. Uh, and then uh, the song at the end of the game is just chef's kiss. You mind giving us a couple bars? I love it. No, I'm nope. okay. <laughs> That's okay. Got it. Um, I've played a couple games today. Yeah. In like the last couple of days. Um, I played Team Fight Tactics on, through League of Legends because Ethan convinced me that that would be something I would be good at. I get seventh place, but it's like an auto chess. Do you know what that is? There's like what? different characters, and you like, oh, okay. You like pick characters and like fight, and then you like, uh, it was Got fun. It. Okay. Um, I'm also been playing Pokemon. Uh, I have Shining Pearl, so I've been playing Shining Pearl. Um, I love a I, good Pokemon yeah. gameplay playthrough gameplay. Jesus um, Christ, I beat the fuck out of Ash. Hell yeah. I don't care how old he is. If we didn't have Pokemon, I Listen, would beat his ass. Do you? Okay, but do you remember when Pokemon was hard? Yeah, because we were stupid. No. It wasn't. Well, I don't think it was that much harder. I think we were just 
ten. So we were like, okay. uh, but I think it was a mix Golduck? of both. Uh. I think, well, I think it's a mix of both because if you go back and you play like Pokemon Red, Blue, or like Yellow or Gold, Silver, like they're like decently challenging. But I think they're challenging because you, you the, there's less options, and they yeah. didn't. So like, there's a cave that's like Zubats every time you take a step. Yeah. Like that's just like tears you down. I don't think it it's is like also like totally. Hard. Yeah, I guess that's fair. It's also totally different from like there was multiple times when I was a legitimate child playing through one of those games that I would go through an entire cave like without Flash because I didn't have it or just didn't even know you needed it. Yeah, so you were like I guess I just I was just like I guess I just I go through walk. this whole ass cave in the dark and figure it out and i did i know exactly what cave you're talking about and i did the same thing the first Bro, times. right like but also at the same time i will say though like i think uh the leveling is easier in newer pokemon because you start out with that like the experience share already oh yeah They're that's like, something that's like huge like i this most recent diamond and pearl like i was watching a youtube video about it um shout out that one dude that you know you everyone who's watching this who watches pokemon knows that one dude um who's like a normal person when you catch him not doing his pokemon shit but when he does his pokemon shit he's annoying so like all of them is it the one that did the shiny the shiny playthrough of one of the he was like the little like uh person of color boy who's like doesn't have a ton of followers but like has gotten a lot of I don't remember. Maybe. But they're all doing shiny ones right now. Yeah. But it's the white guy who's, like, kind of annoying. But then one of his videos recently, he had a scene where he was in the shower because he's sponsored by some sub company. And you see that he's, like, got some muscles and he's got a little bit of body hair. And you're like. Oh, and you're like, what? You're a man? Exactly. I was like, oh, maybe I will subscribe now. (laughs) (laughs) If you can promise me more of this content, I will subscribe. I love that. But he talked about all the things he didn't like about Diamond and Pearl. And okay. one of them was the the XP share at the very beginning. Yeah. And, like, your access to Pokemon. You yeah. only have access to 151 until you get the National Dex after you've beaten the game. Yeah. And this is Gen 2? 3? Uh, I don't it's know. not the first generation. The first, so you yeah. should at minimum have 300 Mm -hmm. i will say like that's been like those types of factors like for me has not totally turned me off from like new pokemon games by any means but it has taken away some of the like magic of them for me like i the whole like having to grind to like level up your pokemon to actually move forward in the game especially because you didn't have access to certain pokemon until certain parts of the game so you would have to like get a get a pokemon and then actually train that pokemon to be the same level as the rest of your party versus now like that's just not an issue remember trying to get gyarados and you would have to put your fucking your freaking magikarp with splash the front of your party and fight oh yeah all of the crazy stuff like um and you're like this level three magikarp i have to raise 17 levels Mm -hmm. with it learning tackle at like 16 Yes. How am I supposed to do this? I mean, even... even oh, we did. Because we're stupid. Yes. Yeah. And I would spend hours... Freaking star me. No. I would spend hours on, like, Ruby and Sapphire with, like, a freaking... I don't even remember 
I don't even remember, like a whale lord at the top of my party and then someone else at the back of my party going through that one spot in the ocean to get down to the freaking <laughs> cave thing to get one one special boy. Like, and that was the thing. That was like the gig is that you like, but now you can go, you can do a playthrough of like the storyline and like quick. And you're and kind you're of leveled, time. you're overleveled without even. Overleveled, always overleveled without trying. It serves its purpose com- totally. Like I don't. Oh, mean it's to, a like, child's game. Yeah, I'm and not trying to like bash it. <laughs> we're <laughs> just, like, like almost thirty, and we're here like yeah. this kids' game is too easy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yo, but these like elite four, and this elite that elite four was hard. Yeah. It, I mean, it was hard when I was a kid, but they have them like EB and IV train. Oh I don't yeah, yeah, understand yeah. Because I'm just a touch too old to understand that. They were hard to beat. You, you yeah. know what? My little Torterra rocked me out with some leech seed on that on that freaking oh, yeah. Uh, oh, what is it? Called? The Gibble Evolution, the top Hell one. Yeah, I love that. My Torterra rocked the house. Okay, yeah. uh, go ahead. I'm already off topic. <laughs> okay. Um. All right. So, okay, my question comes from r slash Ask Men, and it is from username. A boy named Tony. And the question is, how do you approach girls at the gym? Or is it just a bad idea? And he has a little bit more to his post here. He says, I love that giggle. He says, I've had encounters where I see girls giving me looks and whatnot, but I'm just always worried that if an approach doesn't go well, it'll be mad awkward seeing them every day at the gym. I don't like women. Well, hold on. I'm not sexually attracted <laughs> there <you go. laughs> to, uh, I can't even say feminine presenting, to women. Yeah. I feel like there's a better way to say this, but you know it's what I'm fine. saying. I think, I think our uh, listeners understand. Hopefully but, by episode this one, they know us well enough to know that you don't mean that in like a like malicious, malicious way. way. Yeah. Yeah, I love a fem. Bring a fem top. Fem yeah, tops yeah. are great. Hey, Feminine gay guys, amazing. Hell yeah! Uh, someone who presents as a woman is not my not my tea. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that's sure. fine. Uh, <clears throat> as a bigger dude, yeah. If someone tried to hit on me at the gym, I'd be like, please don't perceive me. I am here to do what I think I have to do to get to where I think I need to go. Mm-hmm. So this is, we are just sharing this space because I cannot afford to have this space personally bought out yeah. Yeah, to buy this whole space. I think there's a way that yeah. you could approach a girl at the gym, mm-hmm. but it needs to just not be direct. You need to be real, just like, hey, how are you? Until she, let her do the work. Yeah, yeah. She will approach you if she's interested. That's what, so going through the comments on that thread, that's what a lot of them kind of came to, was a lot of them were posting, like, if she's interested, she'll talk to you, blah, 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 which. She won't, but. I I was going to say, like, I I personally probably would never, but that doesn't mean that somebody else won't. But I think the difference is, is if a guy said hi to you every single time you went to the gym and you thought he was hot, you would. You would at least entertain sure. him. I would, uh, yeah. So that's that is the thing, yeah. So I think the stem of this issue, though, is this feels like a hot topic because women bring a lot of attention to the uncom- 
like uncomfortability of men approaching them at the gym. Like it's a very common, well-known thing for women to be like, oh my gosh, this creep came up to me and like wouldn't leave me alone at the gym. It's a thing. It's like the horror stories are out there. It's really focused on, but people are focusing on the wrong aspects of them. Like if a dude just comes up to me, if they don't interrupt my set, first of all, if you come up to me when I'm like halfway through a squat, I'm just going to be pissed off. But if you approach me, when I'm clearly not in the middle of my lift and you just respectfully say, Hey, um, and you like want to introduce yourself or whatever. And as long as you're respectful about it, and as long as you listen to me when I say no, thank you. And then you go about your business, then I'm fine personally. But the issue is that so many people don't do that. And so Equally, the problem is, is that it's preventing the, uh, the guys with the good intentions from doing, from approaching anybody because they assume that they're just going to be, you know, labeled as one of those like creepers and, but, I, and like, maybe you will be, but if no. you're doing your due diligence to not be a fucking creeper, mm-hmm. that's all you can do. And it's just like, okay. But I I agree with you. I agree with your thought, though, of starting out. And that's like of being like a, hey, just kind of like a, oh, hey, how are you? Like, and letting and seeing if there's any like reciprocation from that. I think that's a great way to gauge whether or not somebody is okay with you communicating with them in a public space, especially if you see them consistently. So I have two two, two thoughts on this. First thought. um, So I used to be. I still am friends with these two guys. Um, one is like a super, super cute black guy. Um, like great body, great personality, very attractive. And the other guy was like a uh, very twinky Hispanic dude. And we used to like be a, like a trio. Okay. And we would go to the bars together. We'd hang out together, whatever, whatever. So we would go to gay bars and we would each have our own like approach to talking to guys and like right. hitting on guys because we're very different sure. like and we're looking for very different things yeah and their approaches were not the same as mine because okay. i'm like a bigger dude and my market is much more niche and i recognize that i'm not going to go talk to like some model looking dude because he's not gonna be interested 90 percent of the time i shouldn't say all the time but most of the time so I would do, it would be called farming. That's what I called it. And then they would ask me about, like, what the fuck do you mean? So you plant seeds. So you, when you get to the gay bar, you walk around, you say hi to all the people that you think are cute, or at least touch them. Okay. And not like butt touch, but just no, like a, I got you. Like a shoulder touch. So yeah. they acknowledge your existence. Like we're, I'm making a connection to you. Or they choose to not acknowledge your existence, in which case. Exactly. There you go. And then like, Hour, 30 minutes later, you would do another host roll where you walk the whole bar. And that's when you put, you like water the seed. Okay. So you saw like the initial re- interactions. Then you like follow up on those interactions. And that's when you would really know like, is this working out mm-hmm. or are you not interested? I think that's what this straight man needs to do at the gym. I agree. Don't touch a woman. but no, Please don't touch me. Plant your seed. Go but water yeah. that seed, see if it grows. Yeah. Um, and and I think the other thing too, though, is that I think this may be a generalization and forgive me if it is, but 
it seems that straight men have a difficult time interpreting those responses though too so like somebody like i somebody just tiktoks that were like eye looks like yes guys would never no straight men and i have and and i have tested it and no no idea but I, I, I think that's part of like an issue too, is like, I, I could just polite, just out of pure politeness, like respond and give a, give a little head nod back as, as an acknowledgement for somebody saying, Hey, um, and they could take that as like a full red or sorry, they should take it as a red flag as a full, like green light. Like, Oh, go. Oh, she's into me. She wants me. me. She said hi to me. So she wants it. You know, like there's a difference between a polite response and, and like an enthusiastic, like, yes. Hey, yeah, like emotional intelligence. I don't think that is a skill <laughs> that is taught um, in straight world very often. No, I could be wrong. I don't know. I don't know what gay men know. I know nothing. Um, so yeah, that's that's my opinion. So yeah, it. You could, but be careful, son. Yeah. So uh, there was a lot of things, and that's mostly what I wanted to address from that question. Was that there was a ooh. Uh, I stopped paying attention to me pouring that glass and was just talking. <laughs> Anyways, a lot of the responses were just like hard no's. Absolutely never. Don't do it. And that's the biggest thing I wanted to address was like, there is a right way to do it. There is a polite and respectful way to approach somebody in any public space. Literally, as long as you are just respectful of their space and you listen to them whenever they clearly express interest in talking to you or disinterest in talking to you and you respect that boundary and then it's fine. It's not a big deal. I don't think I've ever experienced a time where somebody like politely tried to approach me and I like was like, yeah, no thanks. I'm not interested. And they respected it and that I went off and was like, oh my God, this guy, you know? Yeah. I don't, but there are, I mean, even coming from the gay world and the queer world, there are gay men who don't catch the catch the hint. Right. I think it's just emotional intelligence and like people yeah. being able to read other people. But also on the on the other side of that, and I'm not good at it. You have to be like straightforward. Yes. And be like, hey. And then the second time you're like, I'm not sure like what your vibe is. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I'm not trying to be weird, but like, do you actually want to talk to me right now? Or are you just trying to be nice? Yeah. Because if you're just Uh, being polite, like, I appreciate that, but I can leave you alone. It's fine. And that is where we are going to stop for part one. Part two will be out on Friday. So stay tuned for that. Thanks for listening. High five for existing. Bye. Thanks for listening, Orphans. Follow us on our Twitter and Instagram at Parished underscore PP. And email us at ParishParentPosse at gmail.com. High five for existing. Bye.